calling all lovers of mystery and fans of a good story. If you haven't already heard me talk about June's journey, you're in for a treat. It's time to don your detective hat in this free hidden object mobile game that delves into the captivating journey of June Parker, a self-proclaimed detective on a quest to unravel the mystery surrounding her sister's untimely death. In June's journey, you get to play as June, deciphering clues and unveiling secret plots within thousands of beautifully illustrated scenes. And did I mention it's set in the glitzy 1920s? New chapters are added weekly, so you will never run out of new thrills to uncover, and you can also personalize and decorate your very own Orchid Island where the story takes place. How sharp are your detective skills? Find out when you download June's Journey on your Android or iOS device, or play online via Facebook games. Your detective journey awaits. Welcome to my vagina. Nope, that's wrong. Welcome to my vagina. This is Jesse Karen. <laughs> this is Rebecca Frank. <laughs> Jesse apparently forgot the name of the show. <laughs> <laughs> Here we are again having our current historical, hysterical, and infuriating conversation about our lives as vagina having organisms. All content made up on the spot, but probably research. Just kidding. It's definitely researched. People. It's voter day. People. Hey, people. Yeah, we've been thinking that maybe because we think that words are so important, we should uh, prioritize the people doing the voting as opposed to the people being voted for. Mm. So it's your day. Yeah. It's not for them. It's for us. We're more important. Fuck yeah, we are. Yeah. Us. You represent us, motherfucker. Yeah, so it's our day. So today's voters day. Yeah. We hope you voted or are going to vote today. Yeah, or you're on your way listening to us right now. I just want to say that you got to treat yourself to voting. <laughs> yeah. Treat yourself. <laughs> this is something to listen to on the way to voting so you don't have to think about voting all day. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> and so in order to not talk about voting... Rebecca got a dog! I got a dog and her name is Goose. And my new nickname is Duck. <laughs> <laughs> it is. It is. Yeah, uh... Eric and I adopted a dog, and she uh, has a really bad ear infection. So her um, balance—I feel like I feel bad about it, but it's also really so cute. funny because she wags her tail and she falls. We take her to the park, and she runs. And when she takes a turn, if she takes the turn too fast, she just falls on her side, and like her little legs are still going. And then she gets back up and keeps going. She's very resilient. But we were discussing possible, you know, costumes for Goose—not just for Halloween, but just in general. And Eric started it out by saying that that he could put pine needles on her and she could be the spruce goose. So then I was like, he could dress her up as a train and she could be the goose caboose. And then we just kept going like a triangle. She's the obtuse goose. That sounds like the perfect night. Yeah, it was so fun. A mythological king and she could be Zeus goose. Ooh. And my favorite one, although it doesn't work perfectly, is if we like dressed her up as kind of like a nerdy looking academic, she mm. could be Proust goose. Ooh. Yeah. <laughs> so uh, if, if any of you have any uh, ideas for potential <laughs> yeah. rhyming goose costumes, feel free to email us at welcome to my vagina at gmail.com. Loose goose. Loose goose. Yeah. Yeah. Actually, we that don't was... know what her sexual preferences are yet. Or if you just take her to the park, you take her off their leash and you just go, the goose is loose. <laughs> That's better. Mine's just victim shaming. <laughs> It's not your fault, Or not victim shaming, <laughs> slut shaming. It's not your fault, Goose. You're beautiful. She just stopped doing her kegels. What's she going to do? <laughs> um, I'd rather not talk about it. Hey, I used to change your diapers. Talk. Sometimes I just don't feel fresh. Even after I shower. Sounds like it's time for Massengill. 
Massengill? The only douche with Effectol. I use it. Massengill with Effectol washes away odor in seconds for confidence that lasts. I want you to have all the confidence in the world. Thanks, Mom. Massengill, trusted by more women than any other brand. What are we going to talk about today? We're going to talk about vaginas. Let's get back to basics. Yeah. Talk about the feminine hygiene industry. Yeah. Does your vagina smell like a tuna had sex with a manta ray that got chlamydia from an octopus? (laughs) She's smelling herself. (laughs) I don't think so. Well, perhaps if it does smell like that, you're trying too hard to clean your vagina. Stop doing that. Maintains and cleans itself. Yeah, it's like a DIY cleaning machine. It's it has good bacteria and it's annihilated when you introduce soap and douching and all those things that we're going to talk about today and worse things than soap and douching. Oh my god, such <laughs> wild I can't believe things. how many things put up that people put up their vagina. I don't put things up there. Things that can go yeah. up your vagina. Yeah. Diva cups, tampons, clean fingers, clean fingers, most body appendages. I mean, still, yeah. you know. <laughs> Which uh, I want to give a little quick shout out to our friend Katie, our nurse friend who really advocates good hand hygiene. And this really comes into play when we're talking mm. about vaginas. Mm. Oh, yeah. Hand hygiene, guys. Wash friends, people. And wash, wash your vibrators. Those yes. can go up there, too, but yeah. make sure they're clean. But don't And don't clean them with weird stuff. Soap and water. <laughs> Soap and water. <laughs> Just everything that you put up there fucks the pH balance. Mm-hmm. It causes yeast infections and bacterial vaginosis, mm-hmm. otherwise known as vaginonosis. <laughs> Vaginono. <laughs> that's what's responsible for the fish tank smell and the vagina is very porous so if you put stuff in there that shouldn't go in there it can like leach through the mucous membrane which is important you need that mucus and your mucus plug (laughs) anyway so in short it maintains and cleans itself just as a reminder the vagina is the tube of muscle that joins the cervix and the vaginal opening the vulva is the exterior Exterior genitalia. I feel like we haven't said that in a while. Yeah, but you can listen to us say it in our first episode. Vulva shame. shame. That should be in the episode notes. Yeah, okay. So your vagina has good bacteria called lactobacilli. It is self-cleaning. It keeps itself safe and hygienic with secretions. Yeah, it's got the... It has a mix of different bacteria, which is called vaginal flora. Mm -hmm. um, And it also has the mucous membrane. And working together, those things keep your vagina clean. And so... Everyone's always kind of like sensitive about secretion and stuff like that. But that's what that's the stuff that flushes out the things that we don't need, Mm -hmm. that it keeps the vagina lubricated and it moves everything out that shouldn't be in there. And you're fucking with it. You don't fuck with it. Don't fuck with it. You want to try that shit out? You need that shit. Why are we talking about this, Rebecca? Because people don't know about it. Because (laughs) one in five American women between the ages of 15 and 44 douche regularly. Mm -hmm. And nobody you should never be douching. No. You should be calling people douchebags if they are. Well, that the person who invented douches was a douche. Who invented douching? Douching, I'd like to call it vaginal irrigation. No, but that sounds nice. It does sound nice. I feel like the vagina irrigates itself. Douching's been linked to cervical cancer and endometriosis. Yeah, the Center for Endometriosis found that recent and frequent douching in a group of women with clinical pelvic inflammatory disease was was associated with endometriosis and upper genital tract infections in those women with normal or intermediate vaginal flora. Wow. It's really bad for you. Like, really bad. Yeah, it's really bad. The, the only thing douches are good for are preventing skid marks. <laughs> it's poop sex, guys. <laughs> um. Wow. Ancient women across many cultures douched with honey, olive oil, or even wine in an effort to prevent pregnancy. 
people stop doing things for a reason. So if you ever are looking at a website and it says this is based off of ancient techniques, whatever, <laughs> that is bullshit. It's ancient because people don't do it anymore because it fucks with your flora. Everything that I looked that people put up to quote unquote clean their vagina, almost all of them were linked to one or all of these Um Vaginal infections, sexually transmitted infections, HIV, cervical cancer. Basically, it leads to the breakdown of membranes in your vagina. It puts you at risk for all of these things. Um, a Teen Vogue, Vogue had an article about like your best summer vagina, which is ridiculous. Mm -hmm. But one of the things was concerns about your vagina overheating. We self-regulate our body temperature, right. right? And your vagina is inside of your body. And so it's the same temperature. Your vagina is not just going to get hotter randomly out of nowhere. You know what I mean? Like it is the right it's temperature. regulate Yeah. It's the right temperature to keep your flora happy and your mucous membrane happy so, so to pretty. get all the shit out of there. Mm -hmm. Yeah. The, I think the, I imagine the floor is really nice. Yeah. The reason that it causes STIs as well is that according to Dr. Hurst, this happens because of micro tears it causes in your vagina. Mm -hmm. Um you know, I mean, you're basically putting chemicals yeah. in there. If you think about, you know, if you've, I hope that you all have, but like felt around in there and, you know, see how it feels, mm -hmm. you know that it's soft. It doesn't feel like your skin mm -hmm. that you have out in the world that's protect. I mean, your skin is porous too, but it's still protective in some way. Like the, the reason the vagina is inside. <laughs> so it's not, it's not open to the elements. Right. Right. So like, you don't want to put the elements in there. All of our orifices, including ears, nose, anus, and vagina, are essentially self-cleaning. So the pH of the vagina, natural mix of bacteria that live in it, mucus plug that sits at the top of the vagina and lining of the womb, all work harmoniously and effectively together. Ensure, it ensures that bugs from the outside world don't invade upwards from the vagina to the fallopian tubes. Infection can happen from sexually tra transmitted infections, contraceptive coils, or other surgical procedures. But mostly, it's a pretty well-run system, and you don't need to fuck with it. <laughs> So since we're talking about douching, I just wanted to go really quickly into this, into a history of it, um, which is that the original reason for douching was as a, as a post-sex contraceptive, um, kind of like an early version of Plan B, which was sanctioned by yes. Charles Knowlton in 1832, a dude, and uh, Maurice something French, also a dude, <laughs> in 1843. <laughs> um, and then, so that was used... Uh, and, it, and the, the mechanism was a porcelain pump and a rubber hose that was popular for about 75 years. So that brought us into the 1900s when along came Lysol. So starting in the early 1900s, women and other vagina havers started using Lysol to, as a disinfectant to douche. No. Um, and the brand actually sanctioned it for that purpose. So they created jellies, sprays and foam versions of Lysol to make douching more easy, more easy or easier. Um, and the ads for Lysol said that it would guard against odors. And that was, what at the, the time, the, the word odors was a universally uh, understood euphemism for birth control. So by around 1940, according to this awesome timeline that I found that will be in the episode notes, the douche became the most popular contraceptive in the U.S. And quote uh, around contraceptive. Yeah. Um, <laughs> Big so, quotes. Yeah, because... A study of uh, 507 women that used Lysol for birth control found that half of those women got pregnant. So obviously it was not super effective. Right. Um, and then, you know, people were complaining of burning and blisters and all this kind of stuff. So then after, you know, after that all happened, 
aside from Lysol, people were using water mixed with iodine or baking soda, vinegar, uh, Coca-Cola, which was a thing that we, I think, talk Just, about. We definitely we discussed, discussed that because that. that was uh, something that went around my high school was that if you shake up a Coke bottle and you stick it up your vagina after having sex that you won't get pregnant. Right. So then came the pill. People, It became available and socially acceptable to use the pill. And so marketers had to find a better way to sell douches. And so they turned to a strategy that we know all, all too well, which is making women feel bad about their bodies. So they created a market where it didn't exist, which is exactly what happened with body hair yep. and razors. Yep. They, create, they find things that they think women are going to feel bad about. Then they create odor as a, as a thing. Mm. And then they push it. And then all of a sudden you're like, oh, shit. I need to fix this. I smell weird. That's right. not normal. It's dirty and I need to fix it. Enter douche. Yeah. By douches. Because it's perfectly normal for your vagina to have a mild smell. Mm-hmm. If it starts to smell pungent or really strong, then obviously you might have to seek See, out a doctor. Yeah. But discharges your vagina's cleaning process. The color quantity and consistency of your discharge will change throughout the month, but only subtly. And like anyone who tells you that that's not normal is trying to sell you douches yeah it's trying to in the end all they're doing is trying to fucking sell you douche don't fall for it one study of forty thousand women in puerto rico and the u.s found douching doubled the risk of ovarian cancer i guess there were caveats as an nhs article pointed out the women who did not have cancer were followed were followed over six and a half years to see whether they developed cancer and whether they douched 40 women who reported douching their vaginas developed cancer the researchers concluded a link the nhs was more circumspect right one of the problems is that all of these different things that are marketed to women as uh, feminine hygiene products, um, they are not considered met. They're not they're not looked at in the same way as medications are looked at when the FDA decides whether or not they're safe. They're considered cosmetics. And so they don't actually have to they don't have to undergo the same level of testing in mm-hmm. order to be mass marketed. Uh, and the the manufacturers themselves are supposed to self-regulate. So the FDA basically will approve something and mm-hmm. say, make sure it doesn't have A, B and C in it. But then the manufacturers can do can say, sure, we're going to do that and then not do it. And all of a sudden you have, you know, different chemicals that cause different smells and, and whatever. You know, you're yeah. putting a fragrance. Would you eat perfume? <laughs> This is what I kept yeah, thinking. Yeah, you're putting it right in your body. Yeah. That's crazy. Yeah. A recent study showed that they had higher exposures of phthalates. And there's no like... What's con- a phthalate? It's a controversial chemical found in many household products. It's been linked to hormone problems. But it it's it, there's no conclusive proof that phthalates are harmful. But it's still a chemical that you're putting inside of your body. It's something that I wouldn't drink. Yeah. It's in your If it's in your household cleaning products... Yeah, you don't want to eat it. Yeah, so I don't trust anything that has a silent pH at the beginning. <laughs> I so, think I'm saying it right. I, I, I think you probably are too. I okay. think it's a silent pH and I don't trust it. <laughs> <laughs> what else shouldn't you put in your vagina? Yeah, you you ready? Yeah. Yeah. Things to not put in your vagina. Things to not put in there. Should we talk about vaginal steaming even though that's not like directly putting it in? <sighs> yes, let's talk about goop and fucking goddamn I hate Gwyneth Paltrow. Me too. But who do we love? Fucking Dr. Jen Gunther. Yeah, I'm, I'm a big ob- fan. I'm obsessed with her. She's on Twitter. You should all find her. She's she's the vagina guardian. She is. She's fantastic. And her blog is awesome. Uh, so vagina steaming. Mm-hmm. Not a good idea. No. 
Gwyneth Paltrow claims that she sits over steaming herbal potions and that it increases her vaginal and vulval health. But it's like, don't do that. Because as we spoke about before, the vagina maintains a specific temperature. Um, And if you introduce steam into your vagina, you could raise the temperature, which makes it a better home for unwanted bacteria and yeasts like candida. Candida fucking sucks. Heating the vagina isn't necessary because it's kept at a body temperature of 37 degrees Celsius. Yeah, we are a temperature for a specific reason. It's the optimal temperature for us to survive and for us to build all of the good things that we need for our body to for like our asshole to clean itself too. <laughs> it's also self-cleaning. Will make the vagina itchy. Hashtag mm-hmm. science. So second of all, the vagina is kept, as we mentioned before, is kept lubricated by oily substances, your mm-hmm. mucus. And so if you introduce water to this, it, it can end up washing away some of the natural oils, which will leave the vagina less lubricated. Mm-hmm. Um, and it will be more prone to getting cuts, mm-hmm. which we spoke about already. And that's, you know, then other things can kind of enter into the bloodstream. It through leaves cuts. you susceptible to STDs. Yeah. The body works really, really, really hard to keep harmful things out of the vagina through the use of pH, through good bacteria and through the mucus. So basically the vagina is trying to keep harmful things out. So un- and don't, you're putting them in. Yeah, don't undo its hard work. They found like the more that you... The more that you do this kind of stuff and end up drying your vagina out and causing all these different like warming it up and causing these different problems, the more you think that you that there's something wrong that you need to use these products to fix. And it ends up being a cycle. Yeah. Like you steam all the time because you're there. You think there's something wrong with your vagina, but there's something wrong with it because you steamed because you steamed because you're trying to get some squeaky clean uterus. It's inside you. It knows what it's doing. Yeah. (laughs) Don't listen to Gwyneth. What did she say? Uh, it's an energetic release that balances female hormone levels. That's that's not a thing. Yeah. Hormones are produced by organs like the brain and the ovaries. It's steaming the vagina cannot possibly impact hormone levels. No. Also, I feel as though Gwyneth Paltrow is like the lifestyle Dr. Oz. Yeah. So much of what she's saying is scientifically not is not backed up scientifically no so much of it doesn't do anything or it's harmful it's irrational and so don't if so if something is stamped the the gwyneth stamp of approval don't get that thing don't get that thing <laughs> don't get that thing <laughs> shit has not been vetted let's move don't, on to jade, jade eggs. eggs the jade <laughs> egg also known as the yoni egg is it is it's, yes oh God. uh according to the gynecologist our favorite jen gunter love her uh jade is porous which could allow bacteria to get inside and so the egg could act like a fomite. It could be at risk for bacterial vaginosis, again, or even the potentially deadly toxic shock syndrome. Right, which is why everyone knows in every single box of tampons, there comes a piece of paper that teaches you about TSS and how to avoid it. I want to know whether the jade egg comes with those sorts of things because I don't think they're regulated by the same organization as tampons are. So, I mean, you're much more likely because tampons are single use, but... A jade egg is not single use. Yeah. So if you're not good about cleaning it and you don't really clean it properly, you don't know what you're introducing. Right. I mean, that's why diva cups are made from what they're made out of so that you can boil them right. safely so that you can use them again and you know that there's not disease on them. And even then, you should only use them to a certain point. There's, mm-hmm. you know, they tell you in the instructions that if it becomes discolored or, you know, A, B and C, there's a few things that you have to look out for because mm-hmm. it's going inside of your body. Yeah. You have to be careful. <laughs> Um, uh, and also, I read this whole thing. I read this really annoying article in uh, Glamour. I think this woman that wrote this article was was told that it was fine uh, to use it by her gynecologist 
my feeling is that she needs a new gynecologist. She would put it in while she was sleeping and leave it there. And she hooked up with somebody and she said her orgasm was better. Wait, what was it? A J-Dig? A J-Dig. Like one of the selling points is you're supposed to have a better orgasm through having a J-Dig in there. She said that she became, she was more aware of her vagina by having it in there. And so she thinks that her newfound awareness of having the J-Dig in there allowed her to get in touch with like her pleasure zones or whatever. I don't know. She also talked about how one of the other things about it is that it's supposed to keep you like tighter. Mm -hmm. Kegels. Kegels. You know, you should do Kegels because you want to have, you want sex to feel good. And you should also do Kegels because strengthening the pelvic floor and, and the muscles will help you from uh, having incontinence when you get older. Yeah. Can I also just say (laughs) that if people want better orgasms to maybe talk to your partner. Yeah. Communication. Communication and like, and learning, oh God, this sounds so cliche, but like learning to love yourself and like checking mm-hmm. yourself out and like exploring yourself and having your partner explore. Yeah. You don't need to spend $60 on an egg. No. That's potentially dangerous for you. Exactly. You can raise your orgasm without a jade egg. Yes. Yes. You can level up. It's possible. <laughs> you can level up. You can level up on orgasms. It happens. Yeah. You just, there's classes for it. Yeah. If you want, if you want to go that far. I mean, I think communication is enough, but yeah. But, you know, sometimes it doesn't work for people and that's That's true. And that's also fine. Do do what you got to do. But but what you got to do does not involve a jade egg. Spend that $60 on a fucking orgasm class. Yeah. Yeah. Or a (laughs) bottle of wine. Or a bottle of wine. That'll help your orgasm. (laughs) It helps mine. Right. Relax into it. Since we're talking about orgasms, mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. did you see that there was a woman who put leeches in her vagina to get pregnant? She says she got better orgasms from having leeches in there. Yep. I'm mm-hmm. sorry. Where? So where did, did where did she? So I have so many questions. Where did she source <laughs> these leeches? How did she get them in there? So she was born in Lithuania, uh-huh. and leech therapy is actually used for a whole range of illnesses. There, they're considered a general cure all. I guess having had leech, she had had leech treatment before and said that it gave her more energy and a positive outlook. It's like acupuncture, but with weird worms. Right. She also said it uh, cleared up her complexion. She said that her first treatment was like having a pap smear. The doctor. Yeah. Oh, yeah. No, this was doctor administered. I'm dead. Used a plastic device known as a speculum, okay, mm-hmm. <laughs> and inserted mm-hmm. it into her vagina uh, with three leeches uh, so that they could be popped in. That is horrifying. And then the leeches attached themselves to the cervix. She said she didn't oh feel God. it. The speculum was the most uncomfortable thing, really. If I had a leech on my cervix, I would lose my fucking mind. This Ugh. is now my nightmare. You've Ew. now given me a new nightmare. I'm so oh sorry. god, is it worse now? What did you just see? Because then she says after a half an hour the leeches just drop out. Oh my god, so you're sitting there and then it's just like there's leeches on the floor. But worse because they're fatter because yeah. they've been sucking on your blood. They, they were sucking on and your mucus and your flora. She said within seven <laughs> days notice she said no, within seven days she noticed a difference that she was feeling better, had more energy, and the next couple of months her periods became more accurate. Oh my god. She I'm also horrified. noticed that her orgasms were longer and more intense um (laughs) no 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 so uh i think she still does it no that's not right yeah she's had five treatments in russia and then she got her own leeches she has pet leeches and she just inserts them into her own (laughs) vagina oh god she's like come on ralph get on in there she's named that's really fucked up so one of the things that that, oh, I'm sorry. No, and go ahead. She doesn't think that she 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 says that she would not have had 
her son at 45 were it not for the leeches. Oh, my God. Okay. There are a lot of really fucked up things your I parents just, can mm. tell you about yourself. But if my parents were like, you're here because I put leeches on my cervix, I'd be like, just kill me now. <laughs> um, so this kind of we can just link this right on back to Dr. Gunther real fast because she has a list of a few things that you if you see them, you should run the other way. And one of them is run the other way if the advice to do this relies on testimonials. Never yeah. do something because like some crazy you know, person. Yeah. Carly P said that it worked really well for her. That's not science. Carly P is not silent science. She's a lady on the Internet. So we're saying no to douching. We're saying no to steaming. We're saying no to leeches. Yeah. And we're saying no to jade eggs. Uh, we have more things to say no to. What else can we say no to? Jesse? Uh, well, <laughs> we can say no to internal glitter bombs. Oh, please um, tell me about because I specifically didn't read about that because I wanted you to tell me. <laughs> I was I like, so appreciate that. <laughs> More than you know. That's love right there. <laughs> I was like, don't go there. Well, first of all, Jen, Gun- Jen Gunter calls it unicorn ejaculate. Thank you for that. Oh, my God. I love her so much. <laughs> These are the things that people use that remind us that we're headed for our own demise. <laughs> Dust intimacy capsules are the small sparkleized capsules that dissolve when inserted into the vagina and release the sweet sparkle that is passion dust. Passion dust. Our hero explains why glitter has no place in the vagina. (laughs) Tell me, Jen. Tell me. First of all, this is Jesse speaking. No one loves (laughs) glitter more than me. It's so true. No one. And glitter follows follows Jesse around. Yeah, it it just exists on me. I it's it just, you know, it, it finds me throughout the universe. It just like, you know, I'm like a magnet for it. I we love it. We were in West Virginia and she got out of bed and there was a glitter star there and we have no idea where it came from. <laughs> <laughs> but I would never put this. I love my vagina more. Yeah. I would never put this in my vagina. And if you had sex with somebody and you have a glitter bomb in your vagina. Listen. No. <laughs> it's the herpes of the craft world. This it shit will not, not come off your dick. His dick should not come out looking like something out of Elton John's closet. No, no shade on Elton John. Because like I, yeah. you know, I'd love to dress up in Elton John's closet. I don't need your dick to look like a disco ball. That That's just, I mean, there's a company called Ship Your Enemies Glitter. Oh my God. Which is kind of a fuck you to the person you're having sex with. Yeah. Because you're, you, there's complete disregard for sheets. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> what is gyno glitter? We don't know because there's no ingredient list. Wow. There's no ingredient list. Also, there's been a huge uh, recall on iPhone cases that contain glitter because consumers have been complaining about chemical burn and irritation. Oh, my God. And now people are putting this in their vaginas. We I don't know if you remember the body hair episode, everyone. You should listen to it. But at the end, we did a testimonial of this woman who used who nared her vagina or her vulva and had chemical burns. You do not want chemical burns there. Mm-mm. You do not. No. Then you end up sitting in the tub in a little bit of water and pissing there. You have to piss in the tub. You don't want to piss in the tub. <sighs> don't piss in the tub. Don't piss in the tub. <laughs> <laughs> uh, anyway. Yeah, passion dust can produce vaginal wall granulas, act as an irritant, and cause vaginal contact dermatitis. Oh, my God. Damage of the good vaginal bacteria leads to infections as well as increased SEIs, which we keep saying. All that stuff. But Lord, it will make your penis sparkle like diamonds. It sure will. I just I was remembering when uh, when you were talking about like send your enemy glitter, enemies glitter, when there was all those protesters that were glitter bombing people. Remember when Mitt Romney got glitter bombed? Yeah. It was awesome. It's something you do to your enemies. Say yes to glitter bombing Mitt Romney or, you know, Stephen Miller or Trump or all these other people. Say no to glitter bombing your vagina. Yeah. Glitter is essentially flattened microbeads. 
That's a yeah. Like, don't put that. Don't put it in your vagina. No, don't. So also, <laughs> no to glitter. Can't believe that we're saying that. We're telling you guys. I know. No. We're saying I know. No and to that glitter. goes against every fiber of my being. She's in pain. It hurts. <laughs> like glitter bomb just gives me a tiny orgasm, you know. And I don't put it in your vagina. Don't put it in there. <laughs> don't put it in your vagina. Don't put it in there. Don't put cocaine in your vagina either. And we're not just we're not talking about like don't be a drug mule because don't do that I, either. Don't do that. Um, but cocaine makes it harder to orgasm, um, because it has an anesthe- anesthetic, End of story. Yeah, done. it has We're an anesthetic here. effect. So like, why, 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 why don't do it? Don't do it. It creates a lack um, of sensation. Yeah. No. Yeah. No. Uh, it makes your vagina drier. We all know. We don't need that. We all know when people do coke, they drink a lot of water. <laughs> There's a reason for that. Right. So your vagina is right? just going to be thirsty. It's so thirsty. And you yeah. can't put a straw in there to give it water because don't put a straw in there. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> oh, we're selling straws, by the way. If you want to buy some, they'll be for sale. Buy but a don't, straw for us. But don't put them in your vagina. Don't put them they in your vagina. They say welcome to, your, to my vagina on them, but you should not welcome them to your vagina. Yes. Just DM us on Instagram and we'll, sh- we'll shoot you a, with a straw. Shoot you a straw. Um, and also you're more likely to be risky with your vagina because cocaine affects decision-making skills. Yeah. Um, it increases sexual desire mentally, um, which make, means that you're more likely to make impulsive decisions around sex. So you might have unprotected sex, which is not a good idea. If you don't, you know, if you are with someone new, um, you might do sexual acts that you aren't actually keen on or you wouldn't actually be interested. Keen is obviously from a British website. You might do sexual <laughs> acts that you're not comfortable with or wouldn't normally consent to. You don't want to do that. You could injure your vagina or other parts of your body by taking a position too far for going on too long. Or you could ignore pain and irritation. Mm-hmm. This can all happen by putting cocaine in your vagina. So Which don't do it. feels like a no-brainer. Yeah, don't do feels it. feels like a no-brainer. I think so, but okay. people have done it. So it's a whole article about it. <laughs> Okay, drum roll, please. Okay, what is the worst thing to put in your vagina? I don't know. What is it? Ground up wasp nests. Stop. No, I swear to God. I don't understand. Your girl struck gold today. (laughs) In 2017, there was a new vaginal suppository on the market. I found an entire page of different news outlets urging women to not put wasp nests up their hoo-ha. Wow. Or this headline. Like, Don't put wasp nests in your vagina. <laughs> Holy shit. Forbes? 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 There was, if, uh, if you're taking vagina <laughs> advice from Forbes, if, vagina, if, if Forbes is giving you better advice than you're getting from other places about your vagina, that shit's crazy. <laughs> Since when does Forbes write about vaginas? So women, I don't Jesus know. Christ. That's that's how you know it's bad. Yeah, <laughs> this is a, like on a national alert. Yeah, it's like the Tide Pods. People eating yeah. Tide Pods. This is like that. Women were putting, or maybe also people. Yeah, in general. Yeah, who we have vaginas? Yeah, vagina having people. Vagina having people were putting ground up wasp nests in their vaginas with the goal of tightening and cleaning them. No. No, of nope. course they're not marketed as wasp nests. They're marketed as, as oak galls. Oak galls. Oak galls. That doesn't sound nice. They're being sold on Etsy. Stop. So people are making oat galls at their house because I feel like Etsy is like you can buy nice crafts. You can get a lighting <laughs> thing. Right. You can get a wasp nest and stick it up your vagina. So this Etsy took a turn. <laughs> 
<laughs> natural vaginal tightening. Damn, Etsy. Yeah, it's they. The sellers suggest that it has anti-inflammatory properties it that doesn't. reduces vaginal discharge and is believed to remove unpleasant odor and itching on female private parts. Oh my god. Okay, first of all, the fact that they call them private parts never buy anything for your vagina if the seller is calling it private parts. <laughs> That's a problem. <laughs> There's an issue here. There's an issue here. So, yo, <laughs> let's talk about what these are. Yeah, okay? please tell me. These are balls of bark. So, <laughs> balls of bark. They're balls of bark and wasp excreta. Excre- That's is that wasp how you say that? Poop. It's what? Yeah, no, it's wasp poop that once nurtured a wasp larva. So you might be putting wasp larva. Okay. Do you know what? You know how gross larva is. Have you ever opened up something and found maggots in there? Because that's those are larvae. You don't want to put ground up fucking larvae up there. Oak galls grow when a gall wasp punctures an oak tree and deposits larvae. So yeah, that's fucking disgusting. This process that's apparently disgusting. quite an irritant for the tree. It's an irritant for the tree. So let's just assume it's an irritant for your vagina. What is so much tougher than vaginas? <laughs> So apparently this has actually been used for centuries as a pain and fever reliever. But like topically. Yes. And has led, well, has also led to aspirin and uh, chemotherapy drug. Um, It comes from the bark of the Pacific yew tree. However. Me tree? (laughs) (laughs) It's Y-E-W. God damn it. But it could be you two. Um, (laughs) You two. However, astringents, especially untested ones, don't go in the vagina. Mm -mm. No, they sure don't. Dr. Jen. We love, we love Dr. Jen. We do. God, We've used her a lot on the show. Jen Gunter, would you please be on our show? Be on our show. Please be on our show. Be on our show. Dr. Gunter. <laughs> <laughs> well, now we just creeped her out. Yeah, That's we what did. All right. <laughs> this is what the seller on Etsy claims. His product follows the same. His, his product? Oh, I see. Please tell me more. <laughs> I'm so excited to hear what he has to say about sticking lar- fucking wasp larva and wasp poop in your fucking vagina. Please, sir, tell me. <laughs> the medicinal use. The galls, which contain tannin and small amounts of gallic acid and elagic acid, <laughs> have antimicrobial <laughs> qualities and are used in Southeast Asia, especially Malaysia and Indonesia, by women after childbirth to restore the... Es- elasticity of the uterine wall in india it has been used as a dental powder and as a treatment for toothache and gingivitis it is a powerful astringent the most powerful of all vegetal vegetable astringents it can be applied topically or taken orally some women take manjakani to improve their sex life some say it can tighten vagina so they say yeah testimonials again yeah it's all testimonials don't don't go for the testimonials so this seller offers no scientific evidence behind these claims. In fact, the seller adds, or maybe I should say shouts because it's all in caps, disclaimer, products sold here are not intended to diagnose, treat, cure, or prevent any diseases. These statements have not been evaluated by U.S. Food and Drug Administration or any other medical authorities. Basically, this means don't hold us to anything that we say on this page. Wow. Yeah, it sure does. Jen Gunter said yeah. uh, to this, which was that, Drying the vaginal mucosa increases the risk of abrasions during sex and destroys the protective mucus layer. It could also wreak havoc with good bacteria in addition to causing dry, uh, in, in addition to causing pain during sex. Yeah, no one And wants it can that. increase the risk of HIV transmission. Mm-mm. This is a super dangerous pa- practice with real potential harm. Here's a pro tip. If something burns when you apply it to the vagina, 
it is generally bad for the vagina. Yeah. But I mean, that's in general, like you don't, you don't touch a stove and it's hot and you keep your hand there. Yeah. That's how you learn not to touch the stove. Don't burn yourself. Don't, don't do put this. wasp poop inside of your vagina. Don't listen to that guy. Don't buy bullshit products from men who are just trying to make money off of women's insecurities don't because put, that's all that fucking is. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You know, it's like, it's, oh man, it makes me so mad. <laughs> your vagina is highly effective. It's basically the 007 of genitals. It really is. In most cases, to clean the folds of your labia with warm water and your hand or a washcloth or just like very unfragrant. Why can I can never say fragrant. Fragrant is hard. Unscented soap. Yeah. Nice workaround. <laughs> Thank nice you. Nice workaround. That's pro right there. That's all mm-hmm. you really need. Because the more you wash it, the more you're stripping away the natural oils. Yeah, you don't. And you don't want to go inside. Like inside takes care of itself. You just want to make sure the outside is clean. And yeah. pat dry, don't rub dry. Just yeah. be kind. Be I'm kind. Like totally. She's touching her. Vagina. I just feel really bad for it. Yeah. Uh, I was doing a little bit of reading just on like, you know, marketing. And I want to I want to posit a theory that I came up with. Yeah. Um, which is unproven. So uh, there's no scientific evidence to back this up. But it's just an idea that I had. So um, I read that the global feminine hygiene product market in 2017 reached a, a value, a global value of 23 billion U.S. dollars. That mm. is a shit ton of money. Um, so one of the things is that uh, economic growth, um, there has been sustained economic growth globally um and the number of people living in extreme poverty has actually gone down um and so that leads to higher disposable incomes and uh purchasing power um one of the things uh that is usually practiced to ensure that kids get uniforms for schools and and you know clothes get bought and all that is that organizations like microfinancing organizations and things like that and uh charities give the money to women and allow women to control because women are more likely to buy things mm-hmm. for the household than just for themselves. Right. Um, so what I'm wondering is that that study kind of stops at the point when, um, when we talk about actually meeting the financial requirement mm-hmm. to survive. And then it doesn't go on to continue to talk about what happens when there is a disposable income, where, what is that money used for? Mm-hmm. Um, and so one of the really interesting things is to think about what women with a disposable income that they have already bought, you know, clothes and food and all the stuff they need for the house. They have extra stuff. What are they going to what are they going to spend their money on? Are they is there going to be a greater marketing push for these dangerous uh, feminine cleaning product products in growth nations? Are we going to be seeing that in are we going to be seeing a continued growth of this? Because. Uh, because if you manufacture an insecurity and women have a little bit of extra money, right. they might spend it on one of these things. Right. Yeah. You know? And that's scary. It's very irresponsible. No, I think it's a great theory. Like millions of other women and girls, we were both brought up in shame too. Uh, name a sanitary pad or tamp- tampon campaign that does not use the word fresh in it. Yeah. Worrying about if you smell when you're on your period or mm-hmm worrying about a guy going down on you because you're afraid that you smell weird and all of those conversations that dudes have about like fishy smells and all this kind of stuff it's just like yeah it's really detrimental and and to have to have anxiety during sex about um or like intimate moments about like being worried that you that there's something wrong Mm -hmm. there's nothing wrong there's nothing wrong it's the same thing with the 
the labiaplasty industry. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's all telling us that we that we look and and smell and un, 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 unnatural. Right. Uh, in a paper studying the range of female genital, genital appearance, researchers at the Elizabeth Garrett Anderson Hospital found that women vary widely in genital dimensions. And I feel like we're just touching upon that. Mm-hmm. But that detailed accurate rep- representations of female genitals are rare. Although representations of female nudity are very common, right. um, but the rates for cosmetic genital surgery are soaring, which we talk about in Vulva Shame in our first episode. Um, so we're constantly worried about something that on us that is totally natural that looks deformed or, you know, I, I mean, God, I've been hiding my period for 30 yeah. years. I just got to the point where I'm forcing myself when somebody's like, hey, what's wrong for me to be like, oh, I just have really bad cramps. Right. It's been a really difficult thing for me to say because mm-hmm. there's so much shame around it and we spend so much time washing and shaving and trimming but not looking or appreciating and yeah. covering up our like natural womanhood and and just for fear that we yeah, I don't know. That just, there's something wrong with us. And 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 one of the things to always remember that I I've been trying to remember so it's not this isn't preachy. This is like something that I've just been trying to remind myself to do is when I feel like something is being marketed in, in a certain way, mm-hmm. kind of figure out what the angle could be. Why is that stuff being marketing marketed? What's the reason for it? Yeah. You know, like why, why do they sell sp- specific soaps for your vagina? Right. I mean, I because mean, you'll buy it. Right. And that's because the thing. You'll buy it. So think about that kind of stuff, like where your, where your money is better spent, like what your, how your dollars can work for you rather than working for somebody else. Like how you can not spend money to further uh, further fund and support an industry that is actually detrimental to women's health mm. that markets itself as a women's health industry. And what we're looking, we're looking at people like Gwyneth, Gwyneth Paltrow, who has a who has a huge audience and, and she, she benefits from people thinking that their vaginas smell. Yeah. And thinking that vaginal steaming is going to do the work that Kegels do. It's yeah. like it's like saying. I'm going to put on this like wrap around my around my torso that's going to vibrate really fast and I'll lose belly fat. We're just conditioned by society and media about how our vagina is supposed to be when it's been doing just fine on its own. Yes. Throughout history. Yes. (laughs) And if nature had intended the vagina to smell like roses or lavender, it would have made the vagina smell like roses or lavender, said Ronnie Lamont. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. And just as like a little little end little tidbit here is. If you're like vaginal discharge, if it stains your underwear a little bit and someone gives you a hard time about it, fuck that person. Yeah. Fuck them. And also just, you know, to kind of harken back to our conversation about the self-regulating nature of the the vagina, our pH balance should be somewhere between 3.5 and 4.5 inside your vagina. And it stays in that range. Mm. When semen enters, the balance goes up to like it goes up to like 7.2. Right. The pH levels. And then do you know what happens? Your vagina regulates it and yeah. it gets back down to 3.5 to 4.5 because that's where the vagina is happy. Right. And the vagina wants to be happy. Yeah. Let your vagina be happy. Leave it alone. Leave it alone. She's fine. Leave it alone. My veg, like an operatic ballad. Yo veg, like grandpa's cabbage. And my veg, effortless. Yo veg, post ads on Craigslist. My veg. We're doing weird state laws. I read somewhere once that in New Jersey, it's illegal to stand in an elevator with your arms crossed. 
Um, now I can't wait to go to Jersey and cross my arms and elevator. Road trip. <laughs> it's like we've had this conversation before. <laughs> totally. <laughs> I didn't forget to press record. This ordinance is from 1984. What state are you in? Washington. If you are the one to confirm the existence of Sasquatch, it's still funny. It's so good. <laughs> and then decide to kill Sasquatch, you are guilty of a misdemeanor and face a fine jail or both it used to be a felony which seems fitting sasquatch here is legally interchangeable with the terms yeti bigfoot and giant hairy ape but it seems clear that if you kill sasquatch by any name it is you who are the true monster (laughs) (laughs) that's a good one all right so in southington connecticut there is no silly string allowed unless it's in the privacy of your own home. So apparently it was a journey to get this law on the books when it was originally put on the books, whenever that was back in the day. Um, So you have to respect the law, even if you probably wouldn't be prosecuted for violating it. I think we should go to Southington and just like spray some silly string around. Yeah, I really want to see what happens. Yeah, me too. Probably nothing. But let's do it anyway. Who yeah, knows? let's fucking do it. Yeah, yeah, they probably don't even. That's like probably a weird law that like the police are like, I don't know what. Yeah, that ooh, is. they can't possibly we'll, know. Ooh, we can still. No, let's not. Silly string the police office. Don't do it. Don't do it. Don't. But if you do it, let us know how it goes. Please tell us how it goes. <laughs> I feel like if you did that anywhere, they would arrest you. Yeah. Uh, <gasps> what? Rhode Island. You know when you're out driving a horse and just want to test how fast it can go? I don't, but now I'm now I do want to know. I that. actually do know that okay. feeling. <laughs> <laughs> I ride horses and I went to Uruguay, which is a place where they don't really like run horses. Okay. But we were on a gaucho farm and uh or we were on a ranch, sorry, with gauchos. Mm-hmm. And uh <laughs> I asked him if I could like open up the horse and he was like, yeah, go for it Mm -hmm. because I just wanted to run it and see how fast he could go. But do not brag about this capability in front of Rhode Islanders who must spend the rest of their lives wondering horse (laughs) speed testing is not permitted there. Wow. All right. So in Illinois, make sure that you plan your naps carefully because God forbid you fall asleep at a cheese shop and break the law. Whilst not even being awake to remember it. Wait, you can't fall asleep, can't in, a fall asleep in a cheese shop? It's just a cheese shop, Just though. a cheese shop. Don't fall asleep in shops. a cheese shop. You can't sleep in a cheese shop. Don't sleep in that cheese shop. Uh, New Jersey is now the last state where you're not allowed to pump your own gas. Chris mm-hmm. Christie once tried to blame this on women. Really? I did not why? know that. But why did he want to blame it on women? No, uh, we need to talk about this. Right. Because Jersey girls don't pump their own gas. Fuck off, Chris Christie. Yeah. Fuck you. Hope you voted today. Hope you voted. If you didn't, you're listening to this. Go vote. There's still time. The polls are open until nine, unless you're listening to this after nine, in which case there's not time. And, and you're you a jerk. are late. Yeah, you're to late. listening to our podcast. Yeah. Why didn't you listen to it when it first came out? Yeah. Why? Like the second that it came out. Did you get an alert? Are you not getting alerts from us? You should be getting alerts from us. Get also, none of you really wrote us reviews. I would really like some reviews because I have a lot of clay vaginas left. Yeah, we need fucking reviews and some goddamn emails. <laughs> you guys are falling off. We, we lo- miss you. Yeah, we miss you. We sound angry, but it's out of love. It's out of love. It's My Staten Island Jersey love. It is. It's a lot of it in this room. It's a lot of it. If, if we're talking to you aggressively, it's probably because we love you. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Exactly. Not yelling. I just love you so much. It's how we regulate our feelings. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Okay, really quickly before we go, I just thought of another one. So, <laughs> so we could we could put we could put Goose with like a bandana and a, and a guitar, and we could call her Goose Springsteen. 
<laughs> Baby, she was born to run. <laughs> and fall on her ass. <laughs> Thank you for listening to Welcome to My Vagina. It's time for us to slide on out of here. <laughs> on your really healthy vaginal discharge. <laughs> Uh, we really want to hear from you, so please email us please at welcome to my vagina at gmail.com. Please review us. Please give us stars. Yeah. Yeah. On anywhere you listen to us iTunes, Stitcher. Check out Jesse's videos on YouTube. Mm-hmm. Review her there. Subscribe. Yes. Like stuff. Yes. Subscribe to our podcast. Yeah. Also, check out our Instagram uh, because we're killing it uh, mm-hmm. at welcome to my vagina. And follow us on Twitter at Welcome to My Vag. Don't forget to check out Rebecca's awesome writing at FranklyRebecca.com. And now you can even see blogs by a multitude of people at the blog tab on uh, Welcome to My Vagina HQ. <laughs> Welcome, go to WelcomeToMyVagina.com, click on blogs, and we have some really, really, really awesome stuff out now. We do. Really awesome. We're also still looking for more writers. Ask your friends. Yeah, get involved. Yeah. We, we really we, want to hear from you. We want different point of views. Give them to us. Give them to us. Give them and, to us. And uh, our great producer who's creepily appeared over my shoulder. <laughs> 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 Woo! Um, and ch- so check out, uh, so we wanted to give a big thanks to our producer, Kate, and uh, check out all the other awesome podcasts that are being produced at More Banana. Yeah, like There Will Be Porn, World Stealers. Frow Pow. Yeah. Um, uh, just Listening. Awkward Sex oh, no. in the City with Natalie Wall. Also listen to I'm Listening with Anita Flores. Anyway, bye. See you next Tuesday. That's right. (laughs) Here's a quick question for you. How did you sleep last night? If your battle for a good night's sleep feels relentless, I have the answer. It's a podcast called Sleep Wave with meditations and hypnosis created to help you fall asleep. My relaxation techniques will help you feel calm and ready for sleep with soft music that will help you fall asleep in minutes. Most listeners never hear the end of an episode. So search Sleepwave on your favorite podcast app and find out why over a million people have fallen asleep to my voice.